0: Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the f***ing ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips.
1: I'm Molly Bay.
0: Today is Friday, January 7th, 2021. Oh. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the no first day of climp. being
1: an AB free team.
0: Oh, my gosh. This idiot. Oh, my God. What an idiot. <laughs> he's so dumb. Dumb. Why did we put him on our team, Molly? Can you explain that? Oh, I know because he can catch the damn ball.
1: Yeah. I mean, we know why.
0: Well, according well, to him, that's the only reason why he's friends with Tom Brady or friends that Tom Brady is friends with him is because he's a good football player. Yeah. You're like, did you not realize that about life?
1: Well, no. I mean, in his defense of that statement, A.B. has no other redeeming qualities, so...
0: Unless you want a bag of dildo thrown at you. Yeah, I mean... I mean, if you're into that, man, A.B.'s your too. <laughs> so much has happened with this guy. And, okay, for those, for those of you who only listen to this podcast and nothing else in the world, Antonio Brown had a meltdown on live broadcast Sunday against the Jets, walked off the field with his clothes off. It looked to me like he was getting ready to take his pants off, too. At the I wish he would have. He was getting ready, to. <laughs> if you go back and look, he, like, grabs his pants.
1: He thought about it. Yeah,
0: thought about it, and he was and like, I'll just do like, jumping jacks. That's before. too
1: crazy for yeah. AB. We found a line he won't cross, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I told, I don't know if that was the reason, but... Uh, and then, ever since then, it's just been a complete train wreck. I mean, the guy, he's not very good at PR or damage control. That's for dang sure. But he we, doesn't
1: know when to shut the fuck up.
0: Right. And uh, he... I, I, man.
1: <clears throat> if it were any other team, I'd be laughing my oh, ass yeah. off. But just that it's the Bucks, I'm just like, can we... Can he just stop, please? Yeah. Yeah, please, AB.
0: Well, you did not want him. You were so adamant I added, to not get him on this team.
1: Yeah, I said it's not worth it. No matter. Oh, this <laughs> this was a quote. Just came to me. No matter how pretty she is, someone somewhere is sick of her shit. <laughs> and uh, I think that explains <laughs> AB like perfectly.
0: Yeah, it really does. You know, but we got him on the team, and you know, I. I thought he did great. You know, I mean, Kept I was... Kept his
1: head down. He was fine yeah. for a long time. I was
0: weary, just like you, but you were you were very adamant. I mean, you were you did not want him on this team. But as soon mm-hmm. as we signed him, you, you know, that's how we work here.
1: Can't my mouth shut.
0: Yeah, we don't talk crap about people on the team. We ain't going to say, fire this person or they don't need to be on the team. But we are fans of the team.
1: But he also caused no problems. Right. There were no issues. But what is it? That started all this.
0: Do you remember? What is the reason all this started?
1: Uh, Rick Stroud.
0: Yes. The vaccination card. The story by Rick Stroud. The bullying by Rick Stroud. Now, we all know, everybody knows in the world that Antonio Brown has got some kind of off the rocker mental going on. I mean, Mm -hmm. just since like 2018, for the past four years. It's just been one thing after another with this dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's been—I
1: know—getting
0: fights with truck drivers and, and movers, throwing bags of dillos at his baby's mama,
1: uh, throwing a bike and a guard shack. <laughs> and a, which I don't blame him. Like HOAs are just the worst. That's, but this is true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I don't.
1: Coupled with everything else, <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, and problem.
0: so so. You know, here we know the guy's got some serious issues, whether, you know, they're anger issues or daddy issues or whatever. I don't know, but we know he's got issues, you know, kind of some mental instability there, uh, emotional immaturity or emotional unintelligence, whatever, however you want to phrase it. And, you know, that's one of the things I just hate about the media is, you know, they know this. So they it's like blood in the water for them. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the first chance they get. Oh, let's see if we can get this guy to crack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and they did. That's exactly what happened. You know, they they go after him about the vaccine cards. And then, you know, because it, it could have very easily have been a non-issue. Very easily. You know, it could have been just like, you know, you've got this X employee, this disgruntled employee who is outright saying, I'm doing this because I'm mad the guy didn't pay me the money I think he owes me, which it wasn't even a lot of money. It was like 10 grand or something. And uh so he's like, I am mad at this guy and I want to get him in trouble.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So of course, you know, the media is like, hey, come to us, we'll help you with that. You know, we'll help you, you know, poke this mentally deranged person with a stick. <laughs> see if we can <laughs> get him to act like an idiot. And it worked. It worked, but but it's it's made Rick Strauss' career. I've seen him on everything. He's been on the Pat McAfee show. He's been on uh, Rich Eisen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's got national attention and probably a huge bonus. You know,
1: yeah. I mean, he's like the AB expert.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's just sick. It's just sick, man. It's a, who wants to live like that? You know, I benefit off of somebody else's pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. You know. So anyhow, yeah, so that's where all this started, you know, with with Rick Stroud. And what has apparently happened with everything that's come out is that A B was upset with his teammates and the coaching staff and all that because they didn't support him through that suspension.
1: And he was mad at Tom Brady mm-hmm. as well.
0: Yeah yeah, and you know, he comes back and he needs these the certain amount of catches and stuff to get his bonus and all this. And him and Gronk apparently got into it. Uh,
1: well, he got mad about Gronk getting all the attention.
0: Getting all the, the targets. The, the targets. Yes. Right. And then Gronk screwed up. He was dropping passes and everything. So then Brady started, you know, the Carolina game. I mean, Brady targeted A.B. like 17 times.
1: Yeah, like more than the rest of the team combined. We actually brought it up in the podcast.
0: Right. You know, so you'd think A.B. would be happy about that, but apparently not. Uh, Apparently, during the Jets game, he was not getting enough targets his way. Uh, He got five in the first half. They go into the locker room. A.B. throws a fit. Apparently, guys had to hold him back. Uh, He's get all up in like Gronk's face or the Tom Brady's face, somebody's face saying, oh, so I I see Gronk's your boy now again. Because at that point, Gronk was getting us the target. And so, you know, there's this disruption in the locker room. And uh, A.B. had said that he's upset that, you know, his teammates didn't support him, you know, through the suspension.
1: What what did – what were well, they supposed to do?
0: Well, apparently this guy needs a lot of coddling. Yeah, you know he's a very sensitive dude. He's got he, he does literally have daddy issues, right? I mean, didn't he? Yes, have,
1: actually, in fact, uh, that was tweeted a little while ago. Apparently, his dad was a Arena Football League player, oh. and apparently one of the best ever play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but then. He didn't really see his dad a lot growing up, and they apparently spent a few months together in uh, the 90s when Antonio was eight years old. And then after that, they became estranged. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> you probably this realizes
0: this, this kid's got some problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it comes off like, oh, his dad, you know, just, uh, I don't know. His dad just disappeared after that. Hmm. Maybe that was uh yeah, so foreshadowing he, the future.
0: So he's, you know, he's got this bonus, which is it's a million dollars, right? I think it, it wasn't it three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three dollars Yeah, like per incentive. There was three of them. Yeah, right. So added them up, there was a million dollars, and you know, it's not that big of a deal, you know. And the guy's made like eighty million dollars in his career. You know, what's another million? You know, Mm -hmm. but I I guess to him, and we've seen it throughout his breakdowns, he's got money issue problems. I mean, he's fighting with people over four or five thousand dollars, you know, ten thousand dollars, whatever. I
1: don't know that it's because he doesn't have money. I think he's just right. That's what I'm saying. It's a psychological thing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's got mental issues with money.
1: Yeah.
0: So, anyhow, he, he approaches, uh, Light, Jason Light, yeah, his with people. his agent, yeah. and they want this money to be guaranteed. Now, that's not how incentive contracts work to and begin with. Th- I
1: mean, that was the whole purpose of this contract. Right. And they came to the team Wednesday. So if you know our practice schedule, we play Sundays. They get Monday and Tuesday off. Wednesday, they do a walkthrough. They return to practice. Thursday, they practice. Friday, they practice. Saturday. I think they have a little practice where they travel, depending, and then Sunday they have the game. Well, his camp comes to the team on Wednesday before the Jets game. Was the Jets or Carolina? Jets. Before the Jets. Yeah, game. it was the Jets game. Mm-hmm. So they come to the Bucks Wednesday and ask, "Hey, can you make all the incentives guaranteed?" No. Why would we? Bucks were like, "No, we're not doing that."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and not only that, it was apparent he was going to get on
0: Right, that's the thing. He even even at the, the rate he was getting passes thrown to him at the Jets game in the first half, he was still going to make it.
1: He was absolutely. I don't understand. Him. I mean, we were counting it down in the mm-hmm. during the game. I mean, he was only eighty one yards and like nine targets, eight tar. I mean, he was close. He was right. going to make it. Right. And so the Bucks said, "No, we're not guaranteeing your incentives." Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he's held out of practice, or he holds himself out of practice. Right, like, he
0: didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday Wednesday. and Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce Arians texted him, and he was said, "Hey, look, we're not resting anybody the mm-hmm. the next two weeks. We need you to play Sunday. If you can play, can you play?" And it was like, or uh, A B was. <laughs> it's funny. I, I keep getting A B and B A. Mm-hmm. I, I need to like say their names out. I know uh, Antonio Brown said, "No, I'll I'll let you know tomorrow, which is Saturday."
1: Yeah, he so said, Saturday, "I'm probably ready to go, yeah. but I'll let yeah. you know."
0: So Saturday he goes out there and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good to play." So you know they did the walk throughs for Sundays. Well, Saturday night, you know they're in Jersey in a hotel room, and apparently Antonio Brown brings a prostitute into. His hotel, he sneaks him in. She's
1: a prostitute. Let's hold okay. on now. What only uh, fans, perhaps a distinction without a difference, but let's not slander the lady in case you know. Uh, she's an OnlyFans model who Disney snuck
0: into an NFL player's room and yeah. had sex with him,
1: <laughs> yeah, and apparently filmed a video, yeah, while they're in there. Yeah,
0: they made didn't they make porn videos? Yes, yeah,
1: apparently. What she says she claims they do. Yeah, no. oh,
0: that's going to come out. I mean, TMZ yeah. will pay her oh, millions. Oh, absolutely.
1: That. And clearly she's looking for Oh,
0: yeah, she was like immediately mm-hmm. putting all this stuff out there. It had um, pictures so- of him sleeping in her, in the bed and yeah. pictures of the, the 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 placards showing where players are supposed to go in the hotel.
1: Yeah, and then she also sent screenshots of their text messages the night before where he goes, watch what I'm going to do on the field tomorrow, baby. Mm -hmm. You know? So that goes like, oh, was that premeditation? Right. I mean, that can mean anything. That can mean like, oh, he went off on the field and had a great game. Or, you know, it's open to interpretation. Mm
0: -hmm. I'll touch on that a little bit here. Yeah.
1: So then this this OnlyFans model (laughs) is the same one who Made the 2020 uh, toilet liquor challenge famous. Yeah, yeah, and that Th- was that was her.
0: Yeah, but well, was it something about the, the 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 flu virus thing? Was it mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah she licked a toilet, yeah, an and airplane toilet, right? She
1: also somehow was caught up in the David Portnoy stuff. Mm. She may or may not have been one of the accusers. I don't know. I saw him mention. It on Twitter. I saw a tweet from him. How I in didn't the really world go that this... far in depth with her. But she got to AB apparently and got her little claws in him. Yeah. And yeah, so, she- so
0: he sneaks this you know, against club policy during this lockdown stuff.
1: And we know how important this stuff is to BA. Like BA takes this very seriously.
0: Yes. Thing. Oh my God. I mean, this, doesn't, this stuff does not happen under Bruce Arians leadership anywhere no, nowhere he's been has this stuff happened he's great with personnel you know I mentioned it in the last podcast you know i'd recently when he was coming here as a coach i'd looked into his whole past and i was like wow one thing he's really good at is he just has no drama with his players so anyhow apparently to me antonio brown was purposely just Pissed and trying to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't do that. You don't, you don't, you know, sneak, you know, a girl into the hotel, you know, and, you know, Tom Brady was in that hotel. You know, he's, I mean, he's not, he's not in a separate hotel. He's in a, you don't know anything about this girl, you know, you're bringing her into the, I mean, just insane. He was, he's, to me, it appears somebody who was acting out looking to,
1: Mm-hmm. just Look and burnt reason. to
0: burn bridges. yeah, And that's what he's done. So anyhow, he does all that. And then he goes out there on the field. He was fine. I watched game film. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. I watched game film. He wasn't limping, moving out. I watched his last play. He ran 30 yards down the field. 30 yards down the field was his last play. Uh, and they threw it to Mike Evans on the other side. They were both one-on-one. He he, he, was, he was actually would have been a better target. He. A little bit more separation from this guy, but, uh, you know, and and that might have pissed him off. He's like, "Why are you throwing it to Mike Evans? Well, you know, throw it to me. I'm the one that needs the mm-hmm. catches or whatever." I don't know. Guys are real jerk off. So that's pretty much the timeline up to that point. So when we, then we find out, you know, he he leaves the game. He puts out a bunch of stuff. He gets an Uber ride videos that you know it's just the whole thing it's been documented it's been a
1: train wreck
0: yeah
1: the whole week and it honestly it all would have gone away if he could have shut his mouth
0: that's the problem is him i mean he's yeah. the problem
1: his team has been i mean Everywhere his gone lawyer you know put out a statement he put out in his own statement mm. which someone else wrote for him clearly <laughs> I mean his team Oxford is trying comedy. to help him out, but he can't get out of his own way.
0: Right. That's the thing. I mean, you know, he is causing all this trouble. And he did, but he did it at the Steelers, he did it at the Raiders, he did it in New England. You know, he's just Well, he didn't really do anything in New England. He had to legal. He trouble. didn't have the
1: opportunity. Right. What, Bill what, Belichick does not play that shit.
0: He don't play that game. He don't play it. And Arians doesn't either.
1: Normally. But,
0: normally, but you know, I think Brady's got a little bit of influence here. Well,
1: and I think Arians is more likely to give somebody the benefit of the doubt than Bill Belichick is.
0: Yeah, and and he's also more likely to you know, people are saying that Tom Brady is controlling this team and everything. <laughs> I can tell you that's there's no way. Uh, you know, people are saying that, you know, this is this is Tom Brady's offense and not Bruce Arians' offense anymore. No. No. It's not true at all. It's it I've seen enough game film. I've watched enough. It's this is still Bruce Arians' offense. I mean, it's got some elements of Tom Brady in it. But in and, and I think, you know, Tom Brady respects Bruce Arians enough to realize that, hey, this guy knows what he's doing. You know, we're I I'm going to, I am not a head coach. Tom Brady is not a head coach. Just like he's not a wide receiver or a safety, and he's not gonna be out there telling these guys what they need to be doing, he might give him advice. Mm-hmm. And all that good stuff. But, you know, Tom Brady is not the head coach or the general manager of this team. As Antonio Brown said today, right? Was that today?
1: Yeah. He was he, on a podcast. Well, yeah, he went, uh, it was yesterday. He went on a podcast and said, basically, Tom Brady's running this thing. He's basically the GM. <laughs> he
0: said Tom Brady was in there negotiating his contract with yeah, his agent.
1: <laughs> apparently, yeah. It was, I was
0: Tom was probably in there giving him advice, but
1: there's no way
0: Tom had personnel hiring powers.
1: Right. But now, on the way to like burning bridges with the Buccaneers, now he's coming out and he's saying, He's dragging Tom Brady. He's dragging Tom Brady's best friend and business partner. Alex Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Alex Guerrero. He released texts from Christmas Eve, apparently. Like, what a piece of crap you are to be pulling this shit on somebody on Christmas Eve. But he texted Alex Guerrero and apparently had given CB12, the company, ten thousand or $100,000 for some training. And they were holding it in retainer probably or whatever and which they were smart to get their money up front like <laughs> they knew the deal. <laughs> so a B said to Alex Guerrera like, hey, I want my money back. y'all aren't doing anything. Alex Guerrera was extremely gracious and reasonable. you know, thanks for the opportunity to work with you. I understand you want to go in a different direction. Let me know where I need to send the, your money, your balance. And, and that everybody
0: in the world has that bank account and routing number now.
1: Oh, what an idiot. He, yeah. And
0: so Antonio Brown screenshotted these things and posted them on the Internet and didn't even bother to white out his bank account and routing his number.
1: own bank account information. Yeah. He tweeted it out. He you know. And, but he, he tweeted the text out. And it's the same thing that he did with B.A., thinking it was making them look bad.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: But it didn't
0: right, at all. Right.
1: Like, I've never seen somebody so unsuccessful at dragging other people yeah. as Antonio Brown. Uh,
0: he seems to have a very distorted view of the world, a pres- the perception of the world. You know, he did the same thing with Juju Smith-Schuster
1: yeah. in
0: Pittsburgh, which was, it was so bizarre. I remember thinking that was a really cruel thing to do. You know, he posted that... Uh, You know, a letter that Juju had sent him when Juju was in college or high school. Yeah. You know, and he was like, here's what you thought of me then, and I'm better than you now, or something like that. Yeah, it
1: it was so weird. And you were like, that doesn't. Yeah, oh, it made Antonio Brown look
0: really bad. Terrible. Yeah. And you know he did the, the same thing with Gruden in in Oakland, and then he comes here and he's doing the same thing. He put out stuff about Guerrero, which made Guerrero look great, if you ask me. I
1: know, like a stellar guy. He
0: put out the same stuff with uh, Bruce Arians, and it, you know I, you're like
1: it the, looks, and the text a, exchange with Bruce Arians actually reaffirms Arians' perspective <laughs> right? of the whole thing. Like it does not say nothing. Like what Antonio Brown is alleging,
0: right? Yeah, so I'm I'm just gonna just go say it point blank. Antonio Brown's a piece of crap, and he is lying that the the issue was his ankle. I, I watched the game film; you could see it. He had no issues with his ankle, and you know it's it's just not the way the NFL works. The NFL, work, you know, if you have a problem. They take you out of the game immediately. They do not put hurt players in anymore. That's just not a thing. It, and it doesn't, doesn't happen.
1: It doesn't go through the coaches. It right. The coach has the nothing trainers. to do with it. Yeah. Right.
0: It's the trainers. I, mean, I, I was listening to great podcast. Uh, if you get a chance to check it out, the last Bruce Arians podcast on Tampa Bay Buccaneers it's got the Bruce Arians show. Is that what it's called? Can't remember. But anyhow, normally the first half of it is Bruce Arians and Casey Phillips talking. And then the second half is Casey Phillips and somebody else. She's interviewing them but this time it was the head of sports medicine at one buck place Mm -hmm. i can't remember the guy's name and it's a travesty i never even really knew he existed but you know the the buccaneers have one of the best medical communities working for the team i mean they've and they always have but the past few years they've really ramped it up and this guy is an olympic medal winner he worked with olympic uh, winning teams in the 2016, uh, 2000, whatever Olympics, and won a gold medal. So he's got a gold medal and a Super Bowl ring. We actually what? have we have two people on our on the Buck staff that are gold medal and uh, huh. Olympic uh, gold medal and Super Bowl winners. How cool is that? That's cool. So anyhow, this guy's talking, and I was just amazed. I was like, whoa, this is pretty cool stuff. A very, very smart guy. Well, very practical, too. You know, he always t- he talked about uh, information of uh, analysis paralysis, you know, where you get too much information and you can't make a decision because, you know, it's just too much information. And he talks about how they get all this information from th- these guys now. You've got the monitors and the pads. Uh, you know, they're they're – they're taking the EGs and EKGs and MRIs and all this stuff on them constantly. And they're monitoring everything they do and eat and all this good stuff. But he talked about how different players position groups are trained and rehabbed differently depending on their position group. Uh, Like the defensive line guys, those guys are forceful impact guys. They're forward pushing, uh, you know, they're, uh, you know they 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 move forward the they're 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 pushing a lot of energy forward, whereas the offensive line guys are absorbing they guys that absorb energy that's their job so that's how they rehab these guys and train them you know they it's like the cornerbacks and the wide receivers you know they're a lot of running uh you know not as much impact and you know it it was really fascinating my point being that the buccaneers have very 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 smart guys working the medical stuff over there. There's no way A.B. is going to be hurt and be pushed into going into the game. There's no possible way. It's just not going to happen. We didn't need him, for one. Two, you know, there's just way too many guys on that sideline that are going to be looking and going, hey, no, no, he's hurt. He doesn't need to go in. We're keeping him out. I mean, that's the thing about our team. We've got guys. Remember when Shaq Burr... Barrett was hurt. He was on the sideline running. He wanted to go back in. They had to hold him out. They had to and physically restrain Godwin him. Godwin, too. And Godwin. And and uh, who did I say?
1: You said Barrett.
0: Yeah, Barrett was that way. Uh, Fournette, remember, he was running onto the field. They had to call him back on, like, back off the field. They said, no, you're not playing. No, this team is very serious about energy, in- injuries. They're not going to let you go out there and play if you can't play.
1: And we're supposed to believe, after all the injuries that we've <laughs> suffered this season, to and, very important pieces, right. that A.B.'s injury the was the one injury coach would not tolerate. Right. We're supposed to believe that.
0: Right. Ridiculous. It's, it's it, He couldn't have picked, he, Antonio Brown could not have picked a worse team to accuse this of than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Well, it's clear from that podcast interview he did yesterday. It's the Full Send podcast that it's about the money and about the targets. Let me read you two quotes I have here that exemplifies that perfectly. He's uh, he's talking about Tom Brady and how... Antonio Brown was unhappy with the contract he got compared to Gronk. He said, Gronk's his boy, right? How much did he get paid? So why is AB on a prove-it deal? Who's better than me over there? Let's be real. Um, Antonio, Did he, just call,
0: did he talk to, about himself in third person there? He
1: did. He did.
0: <laughs> Indeed. I've always, anytime people do that, you got to go, eh, something, something yeah. not right up there.
1: He... He said, why is AB on a prove-it deal? This right here, moron, is why you're on a prove-it deal. Because right. you need to prove that you're not insane. And you did it for about a year and a half. So congratulations. But
0: Which I'm I'm very surprised that it lasted that long. I am too. You know, But one of the reasons why is because they kept him away from the media. Yeah. You know, he never <laughs> went on the podium. He never, you know, he's just...
1: I know, and at this point, he he's done more media appearances this week than I think he did the whole time he was with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. So then he also says, and this is a quote, I'm still the best, though. You're looking at the tape right here, so I'm asking you guys, why am I not getting the ball targeted like a number one receiver? This one's telling to me. This one's very telling to me. You're not getting targeted as a number one receiver because you're not our one receiver.
0: That's true. We you know have
1: we had Mike Evans Mike and Chris Evans. Godwin before mm-hmm. you got here, and you're behind them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the deal. He knew that coming into it. Right. I don't know what you right. want us to say.
0: Now he's just upset because they didn't back him during the suspension. That's all it is. You know, the money on he's always used money as a a leverage for his crazy antics, but his crazy antics are not about money. You know, he's this stuff. It's not about the money. He was going to get paid. You know, the bucks were not keeping his money from him. The bucks are not going to not let him get his, his incentives. They were going to actually do everything they could be making, get his incentives. This is not about the money, man. This is not about the money. This is, he's pissed because they didn't act the way he wanted them to act.
1: Yeah, well, right there. It's why is he not getting targeted like a number one receiver? Right. It's right there. He right. wasn't getting treated the way he thought he should be treated. He wanted to be worshipped, basically. And
0: yeah, well, you know, my, my whole philosophy with this team is, you know, I am a fan of the team. That, that includes everybody from the ownership down to the cheerleaders. Double Especially up on the cheerleaders. Yeah. Cheerleaders. <laughs> uh, You know, and if you're on this team, I'm going to support you. You know, I'm not going to be calling for you to be fired. I'm not going to be saying, you know, you're a horrible person or whatever. I will criticize your play or your performance when necessary. Antonio Brown is not a Buccaneer anymore, so he can go himself. I can't stand that dude. Never been a big fan of him. I've, you know, I I grew up watching football. I was a player fan. Yeah, like Lynn Swan. Roger Staubach, Tony Dorsett, you know, those guys, those, those who I fought. I became a Buccaneers fan because of Hardy Nickerson. Hardy Nickerson was linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He went to Tampa Bay. I followed him to Tampa Bay. And then I just fell in love with the team. I'd never been a team guy before. Fell in love with the team. How could you not fall in love with that team? Hardy Nickerson, Warren Sapp, Mike Allstott, John Lynch, Ronde Bar. Good, you know, good. It's just the dream team. So, anyhow been a fan ever since. I'm not going to follow Antonio Brown. He's not a hero. He's not a role model. He's a jerk. The guy has got some serious problems going on. And there's a big possibility that when all this stuff happened, he decided that he was going to blow this team up, or at least attempt. I don't think he can. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think this team is much stronger than that. But, you know, he said to that, OnlyFans Girl I said, Watch what I do tomorrow. Right. Then he, you know, did his little antics. He's getting all this attention to media. And then he drops this album. He had it waiting. You know, that wasn't like he just went and made those songs after all this happened. No, it was sitting there waiting. You know, so there's a large possibility that he decided weeks ago that he was going to do this mm-hmm. or do something like this. And this is just publicity for his new life. You know, his, well, and then he's st-
1: he started doing all these cameos mm-hmm. where people pay you, and I don't re- I don't know how much his cameos were. I want to say like three hundred dollars, but people pay you to say what they ask you to say, and so he started making those, and you know probably made a big chunk of change because everyone was you know wanting to hear what his crazy ass had to say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so you know this could be just a publicity stunt for him.
1: He also had another thing. I couldn't figure out if it was his company or if it's just a sponsorship. Uh, and I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to give it any publicity. But he was tweeted about a clothing company as well. So oh. I don't know if that was his. He figured, oh well, there goes my um, bread and butter. So I better come up with a different alternative.
0: Yeah, so screw Antonio Brown. I don't have nothing kind to say about the guy. You know, I mean he helped us win a Super Bowl. There it is. That's it. That's as that's as kind as I'm gonna say to him. I I hope I never see him out in public. I will poke that mentally crazy dude, try and make him snap.
1: Oh, that's pretty funny. I think you can do it too. <laughs> I think I could. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I know you can. Um, you know, and it's it's sad too that he went after Gronk. I think it's it's Gronk. Yeah, like, it's how Gronk. can you not love Gronk? And they asked Gronk about it on the sideline after the game, and he was very professional. Mm-hmm. Didn't I don't know? I don't know if I'm reading into it like retroactively, but it looked like something was going on with him with Gronk where. He was trying to be stoic about the whole thing. Um,
0: yeah, when I saw the interview with Gronk after the game, I had no idea that Antonio Brown had gotten mad in the locker room. At and him. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, what, what an idiot. And then to drag Tom Brady into it. Now, Tom Brady's the only reason why Antonio Brown is here. Yeah, And. 100%. You know, Tom Brady let him stay at his house. Oh, wait, he had
1: something to say about that. He said, here's a quote, stay at his house. I got my own money, but you don't pay people. Like, What are you doing? I don't need to stay at no one's house. I got my own house. Guys do that to influence you guys in the public. Well, I mean, no one said you had to stay there. Right.
0: We weren't saying you had to stay there because you were destitute. Right. You know, it's just the fact that Tom Brady was kind enough to let you stay at his house. I know, with his family. And
1: yeah.
0: I wouldn't let that crazy dude anywhere near my family. mm
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, man. So, you know, it's a sad thing. I hate it. I hate it for the team. Uh, but, you know, we're better than this. We're better than that. And we've got guys that I think are going to step up and do something. You know, Sarah Grayson, I'm I'm kind of excited about that guy, man. You know, he's out there doing some stuff. And he got got his two game-winning touchdowns, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Perryman, you know, of course, Perryman, I've said since we got him back in 2019, he's elite. I don't understand why he's not getting more balls than he gets. I I don't know. Maybe he will now.
1: He's still working into it, maybe. Uh, the last thing I'll say about the Antonio Brown thing is I saw someone on Twitter tweet a picture of Antonio Brown in a Saints jersey beside Michael Thomas, and all I can say is, please, God, let that happen. Oh, my please gosh. Lord.
0: That would be awesome, wouldn't it? So. Let him go over there and blow up the Saints.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think Sean Payton... Despite Saints fans being that dumb, I don't think Sean Payton's that dumb. <laughs> but we <laughs> never know.
0: You Please never know, God, yeah. let it
1: happen. Please.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't think Bill Belichick was dumb until he signed Cam Newton. You know, yeah. so, you know. Sometimes these guys will fool
1: you. Yeah.
0: A lot of times, silence it appears as wisdom when, in reality, it's just
1: there's nothing. Going people realize that <laughs> if they open
0: their mouth, they're going to appear stupid. Uh, yeah. Th- if they would have waited to cut Antonio Brown until Monday, then no team could have picked him up. I I don't understand why they cut him when they did.
1: I think just to be done with that, just stop dragging it out. I don't – Yeah, I guess. And to me, it's like AB is kind of in a catch-22, not that it's ever bothered him before, I think, but his claims that, oh, the team tried to make him play injured. I need surgery. This injury is so bad. He can't go sign with another team. Yeah, because if right. he does that, then it's all out the window. And it's like you obvious said. that he's full of shit. Not that he cares. Right.
0: That's the thing. I don't think he cares whatsoever. I don't whatsoever. think he cares.
1: But if it comes down to like a grievance against the team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Ian Rapoport addressed that on the Pat McAfee show and said that um, there's really not much he could even get out of a grievance. So it probably wouldn't be worth it.
0: Right. You know, my big issue is that somebody will pick him up, you know, Green Bay or whoever in the playoffs just to get information about, you know, our play calling or something that might hurt us. That's the only concern I have. I mean. But to be honest with you, I don't think just seeing how this dude operates, he's not smart. He's a really dumb person. Like I said, mm-hmm. he posted his <laughs> <laughs> routing number for the whole world to see. I mean, you just—that's <laughs> who doesn't know it. Our our daughter is what six. Yeah. She she would know better than to do I that. Think so. And you know, I don't. I think that you know, a team picking him up, trying to get information, it would probably hurt him because he'd give him some stupid crap that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think he knows how football operates. He doesn't know anything but run catch ball.
1: I, I but according am, to
0: Tom Brady, remember he said that Antonio Brown was one of the smartest football players he knew? Yeah. Hmm. That That's doesn't jive.
1: charitable on Tom's part, yeah. I think. And it's just sad that you get somebody like Tom who goes out of his way to make sure that Antonio has these opportunities and then, you know, this dude just shits on him.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: the, and that's why you steer clear of people like that. Like, yeah. that's that was my point when we signed him. Like, mm-hmm. he may be fine now, but he eventually screws over anyone that's anywhere near him. And can I just say props to B.A. for getting up in his face and telling him what needed to be said on that sideline? Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, Props, like I'm
1: yeah. glad that we have a coach like that who's mm-hmm. not putting up with that crap yep. and just told him what it was. And I love that B.A. Okay, so the Bucks tried to ignore it. And again, if Antonio could have shut his stupid mouth, it, the whole thing would have gone away by Monday or Tuesday. But he couldn't help himself. And so B.A. was forced to get up there on Thursday. He doesn't hold press conferences on Thursday. And He got up there, explained what happened, and then was like, okay, we're done. And I'm glad that he put his side out there, and I mean, pretty much all the evidence corroborates what he says.
0: Yes, and I will take the side of the Buccaneers all day long. Agree. I know. I don't care if Antonio Brown's got video footage of uh, A.B. out there, or B.A., Bruce Arians out there hitting him in the ankle with a hockey stick. I know. Uh,
1: yeah, um, I agree.
0: Yeah, I I'm done. I'm done with him. He can he can t- drive a car off a cliff for all I care. Try to hurt my team going into the playoffs.
1: You know and that just goes mm-hmm.
0: that just goes to show the guy's just completely bad character. He has he's he's not only dumb but he's he makes bad decisions and he's of bad character. Mm-hmm. You know you don't you don't play with guys for a year and a half win win a Super Bowl with them. Have them go through all this effort to get you on the team. You, you do the whole vaccination card stuff, and they still bring you back. And then you go and act like this and try to throw them all under the bus.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: just a bad person. Yeah. Of bad character.
1: I agree. And, you know, the sooner you can get those people out of your life, the better. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Yeah. And, it, you know, people, are, people say... Oh, you know, we went seven and zero oh with him on the team, and we're four and five without him, and all this good stuff. It that doesn't? It's it's kind of like the, uh, the penalty argument.
1: You, know, you got to look yeah. a little deeper
0: in that. You know, what teams did we play? Who? You know, how much did he actually contribute when he was out there?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All that good stuff. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to be fine without him. You know, our our biggest thing was God. and God was much more, much more of a linchpin than
1: mm-hmm.
0: Antonio Brown. And Tony Brown was, has always, ever since he's been here, he's been a the third guy.
1: Mm-hmm. He didn't like that.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. So, we'll be fine. We shall be fine. All right, let's-
1: Good riddance.
0: Let's move on from this mess. Okay. We'll talk more about it when more stuff comes out. Okay. TMZ channel here.
1: All right. Uh, it's
0: everywhere. You can't escape it, though.
1: I know. Everywhere.
0: Everywhere. This is. This, it's fun.
1: It is funny, and I'm like moderately amused as a box fan. I'm a little concerned with what it means going forward, but I mean, yeah. we can't worry about that right now.
0: Nope, got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> we have the Carolina Panthers coming up. <laughs> we need to, we need to bust our butts play that tough team. But before we take, <sighs> before we get into that, so speaking of us not needing Antonio Brown. We got the Panthers coming out. Well, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a moment. Not a whole lot though, because there's really nothing to talk about, <laughs> but did get the jets all 22 done. And it was very, very entertaining. I, it's, it's been one of the best, uh, game films I've watched all year up there, up there in the top three. Anyhow, uh, the, the Jets are a lot better. They definitely brought their A game. No doubt about that. They, you know, from the games I've watched of them this year, this was the best game they had played. But, you know, watching them on the All-22, they're, they're not a bad team. You know, they're they're actually pretty good. Uh, they didn't make a whole lot of mistakes. I, the, the, most of their mistakes were made by coaches. What? Yeah. That's yeah.
1: so unusual for a young team like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they played really good football. I thought uh, they had uh, some trick plays they got us with, which which that too is unusual. We you know we're a very smart defense. We don't fall for the trick plays that much, but I, th- I think we didn't really see it coming from the Jets. It just, bam. But uh, we didn't play that great. You know it. Was, we brought our C C plus game. Our offensive line, they had trouble. Worse, maybe the worst game of his career. <laughs> definitely, definitely in the top three. Cool. Yeah, they, he he was getting whooped quite a bit. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, I put out a video on YouTube breaking some of the stuff down. But he he got tossed. You know, I, I, I'm not sure if I've ever seen that before. It's definitely a rarity though. But he he got tossed. Uh, one time, I mean, he got like literally picked up off his feet and thrown. Oh my gosh. And then the, uh, another time, uh, he just got, you know, kind of pushed out of the way. Kind of like hip checked almost. But he, he struggled all day long. Offensive line in general struggled. That, Donovan Smith played pretty good. But just about everybody else, you know, they, they, they were struggling. Is They're, this
1: a pattern here late in the season?
0: Yeah, there's, i'm 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 a little worried i'm not gonna lie to you you know the we have not put up some good game film here in the past few weeks uh you know the week before when we played the panthers you know i said you know we didn't beat them as much as they just beat themselves they they had no interest whatsoever in being out there you know those guys just wanted to get off the field they weren't even trying you know so and we i think the score was what 32 six or something like that Mm so You know, it seemed like we whooped their butt, but it wasn't that so much as it was just we, you know, we were going up against a team that didn't care. So, you know, the Jets game, uh, not not real real happy with our performance at all. I mean, there wasn't any group except for the safeties. Safeties did well, but there wasn't any other group that you know I was like, wow, that was really good. Uh, the Jets had a few players that stood out to me, uh, 91, 94, 47. Uh, I'd have to look up their numbers. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, he was pretty good.
1: He's from the Saints.
0: Yes, I know. Thank <laughs> God he's with the Jets now. <laughs> uh, let me see. 94, 97. Uh, Franklin Myers, John Franklin Myers, he's good. Uh, fellow Marusa Fatukasi. he was good. Uh what did I say, 47? Mm-hmm. hmm do not see a 47 on there. Might have been 45. And that's Cyril Ledeen. I don't know, but there's a, you know, they, they popped out, you know. And, you know, I don't necessarily look at the other team the way I look at our team, but, you know, when a player pops out to me, it's kind of, I, I usually uh, kind of focus on them a little bit more. And those guys were doing pretty good. The... Linebackers. Our linebackers, Devin White and Kevin Minter, absolutely dog poop. I mean, they were bad.
1: Well, and we talked about Minter's tackling mm-hmm. in the last episode, that arm stretching out the arm and trying to grab people.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Kevin, or Devin White did that quite a few times, mm-hmm. too. Uh, that big 55-yard run that Michael Carter did on us, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just all complete missed tackles. There were kind of four missed tackles there. But the last one was Kevin Minter. He was being blocked. And the running back ran. He kind of got off the block, right? And the running back ran right beside him. And I paused it. And Kevin Minter is literally standing there with the running back, I don't know, a foot and a half away from him, right next to him. Running by him, and he had no idea he was there. He had no idea. You can see the running back runs by him, and Kevin Mentor's head kind of follows, him and you see him like like "Oh crap, that's the guy with the ball." <laughs> so you know the guy just ran right by him. Kevin Mentor didn't even had no idea he was there. It was just it was just crap like that too. Out the whole game, I was not not impressed with our middle linebackers at all.
1: Can I just say? I just realized. Kevin Minter and Devin White. What am I saying? Kevin and Devin. I Kevin don't know. They Devin. rhyme. Uh, They're the Evans. <laughs>
0: Sorry. And this t- this takes me to Devin White. I mean, he just hasn't been playing well in the past few weeks. And I, w- I would say pretty much all year. This has just not been that great of a year for him. Uh, definitely the past few weeks. Uh, Anthony Nelson, he played great. He played great. He started off against their left tackle, uh 70, 76. I can't remember his name. But then he got hurt. He's on injured reserve out for the season. Uh, yeah, 70. Uh, Chuma Adoga came in, and he was just not very good. And Nelson just whooped up on him all game. And just about anybody else that went up against him whooped up on him too. But Nelson, Nelson great game. He, he just did really good. Um, But our tackling was just – Atrocious! I of fifteen missed tackles. Four of them were on that one play, the fifty-five yarder. Um, <clears throat> safeties did great. The there was one that Devin White. He's running, and this is I, I think they picked up like seventeen yards. It was a outside sweep or something, and he he's running to try and cut the running back off. The Running back's got a couple blockers in front of him. And one of the blockers engages with thirty three Whitehead, right? so Devin White's running over there, and he's I, I don't I really don't even know how this happened. He had plenty of space around him, and he could decide to cut underneath and try to get to the runner that way or go around the outside of uh, Whitehead and get the runner on the other side. Basically, he could have gone around Whitehead in two different ways. And instead, what he did was just full bore slammed right into Whitehead.
1: (laughs) He tried to go through him. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And and knocked Whitehead down. And then Devin White got blocked by the guy that was blocking Whitehead. It It was the strangest thing. You know, it wasn't like there was a crowd of people. It wasn't like... Uh, Devin White was confused. I mean, he literally had probably fifteen yards to see what was going on. You know, he ran from the middle of the field over to the side, and he's running and he runs and runs and runs and just runs right into Whitehead. It's very strange, very strange. So it was just—I I wouldn't say we had a bunch of mistakes like that, but we just—you we just were not playing well. You know?
1: Not smart football.
0: Yeah, not smart football. Yeah, we got—we got caught in trick plays. Uh, a couple times we were out of position, and you know, Kevin Minter, uh, one of the, it was a third and, God, I want to say they it was a third and twenty, and they ended up getting like a twenty five yard pass. Uh, Kevin Minter backed up, you know, they was zone coverage, and he was supposed to back up in the middle of the field, but somehow he backed up towards the left side of the field, and uh, Cam Gill was backing up. Over there. So those two ended up side to side. Basically, Kevin Minter was covering Cam Gill. And <laughs> there was a, the receiver was wide open in the middle of the field. He ended up catching the ball for the first down. It was one of those, what is
1: that? Were all of our smart football players injured that game?
0: I don't know, man. It's a, I
1: mean, like Shaq Barrett, JPP, yeah. Levante. I mean, those three alone.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really feel like we, we underestimated them. You know, we went there and didn't really feel like they were going to be that much. But I, I I feel like with this team that we have so many good players that nobody's playing good expecting the other guy to do the work. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody feels like they have to try real hard because we have so many good players on this team. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's just not going to work out right or good if you think that away. I just get the impression there's something. Been, it might be the A.B. stuff, you know, because there's a lot of stuff apparently that was going on, you know, in the shadows that we didn't know about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, nobody knew all this crap was going on with A.B. until he <laughs> acted like an idiot on the field. So, you know, that might have been a huge locker room disturbance, you know.
1: Well, and then I don't. Colin Coward is that who we listened to with Shannon Sharp? Yeah, and those two. Was mentioning that Gronk was in the doghouse, and you know Gronk had had the, a bunch of drops in the Saints game, and then the next week he only got two targets. Mm-hmm. Does does that mean he's in the doghouse with Tom Brady? I mean, I don't, I don't really know. To me, it just seemed like I don't know some days. Some people get targets and others don't. Right. I don't know, but was that an issue? Right. And then the AV stuff and
0: I, I definitely feel like there's some dynamics going on with this team that aren't quite obvious. Uh, like I said, the we didn't we didn't play with a lot of energy. Uh, you know, something that it. I don't care what team it is, it it just pops when you watch all twenty two because all twenty two is boring as crap to watch. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get the music or the talking or the crowd noise or anything. It's just really sterile. And you can really see when a team is playing with energy and when a team isn't. Now, the Jets were out there playing with energy. Mm
1: -hmm. We were
0: just kind of there, you know.
1: But that's the thing is toxic people are energy dreams. Yeah. And the text with Alex Guerrero. Were from Christmas, so that was before the Panthers game. Hmm. Yeah, you know the Panthers game was the twenty sixth. Christmas Eve is twenty fourth, so mm-hmm. two days before the Panthers game, Antonio Brown clearly having issues with Tom Brady's business partner and the business because he contracted to have services from mm-hmm. TB twelve, and that was the issue. So you just wonder if that there haven't been little things like this, right. this drama just kind of snowballing well, over the last few weeks.
0: From what I heard, you know, he had contracted with Guerrero to work on his ankle, and he never, you know, the the whole this this is ha- this happened before the vaccine card stuff. The vaccine star card stuff came out. He got suspended. He couldn't uh, do anything, but he didn't. Like try to work with Guerrero to do anything either. Yeah. they just like, decided he wasn't
1: rehabbing right. when he was suspended. He should have taken that opportunity to get his health in order.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yes. And I, th- I think you know the vaccine card just sent Antonio Brown into a tailspin. Yeah, you know I think that's 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 what it all. that's the thank you Rick Stroud for causing all this crap. You know we do appreciate it. Glad to have you on the team, Ass Hat.
1: What happens when A B sees Rick Stroud out in public?
0: Yeah, good question.
1: Yeah. I just I don't envy you, sir.
0: Yeah. So anyhow, uh Jensen, you know, Jensen got into with a, with a couple guys, but he got into with ninety-four uh fatukasi. Fat Fatukasi. Right before he got a penalty,
1: mm.
0: uh, him and 94 were like in each other's face and everything. And he was in a, a couple guys' face. He did, he did some head out there with guys. <laughs> and, well, you know, I mean, just typical Jensen stuff. But I have no idea why he got the personal foul. I mean, the guy, 94, of Futukasi, got caught up with Jensen and Marpet, and they ended up in a big pile. And Jensen was actually laying on top of... Futukase, with his back. They were like spooning, you know. So I have no idea what in the world Jensen got the personal foul for. Same thing with Marpet. Marpet actually got slammed. He, uh, The guy grabbed hold of Marpet and pushed him over. Oh, I can't remember who it was. I think Ronald Jones. It might have been 21 Vaughn. Vaughn was on the ground, and the guy pushed Marpet backwards over, and he tripped over Vaughn. And the guy like slammed Marpet into the ground, flat on his back. I mean, you saw Marpet's head hit the ground and bounce <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty monstrous slam. So
1: he might have been a little angry about that.
0: Well, the ref was literally standing right there. I mean, like five feet away, and walked over to him. So you know, and I didn't see you know, like any swings or I don't know. That's what I I just hate those calls when you you know there's no transparency. You have no idea why we lost. 30 yards and penalties for. Who knows. But uh Yeah, the offensive line, they 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 had a handful. They it was, it was it was a rough day for them. And the and the Jets didn't blitz near as much as they they normally did. Well, we hardly blitzed at all. It was very strange. We I don't know if our our game plan even seemed like it was we weren't too concerned with the Jets as a matter of fact, and I pointed this out in the video. Uh, on our 93-yard drive at the end of the thing where we scored, we ran the same exact play back-to-back. <laughs> that has never, ever happened since like he, does do that.
1: Like, he, he
0: doesn't like He doesn't not like
1: repeating plays.
0: Exactly, during a game. He will never run the same play twice. In a
1: season, too, right? <laughs>
0: no, I'll do it in the no. season. Oh, okay. But, you know, he likes to, you know, keep it mixed up and everything. But we ran the same play back-to-back, same exact play. Formation, same exact routes, same exact personnel.
1: Doesn't he like to do that though? When the refs call like illegal formation, he'll call the same play. He did that, that one said.
0: time, yeah, but that was
1: that was
0: a few plays later too. <laughs> this was okay. literally the next play. I've never seen that before out of this team. Uh, it just seemed like almost like we we're just very it vanilla. Yeah, very very vanilla.
1: You know, I don't. To me, I'm like I just wonder if they're not saving all of it for the playoffs. Man, I think I am hoping I so. Hope so. But,
0: you know, and this is something that you know I've been c- complaining about pretty much all year. But Sue and Vea have just been really non factors. I mean, you know, they're doing great with the runs, uh, but in, in you you saw it with the Jets. The Jets almost everything was to the outside. Everything, as a matter of fact, I put in the video. Uh, there was four instances of coaches and stuff getting laid out on the sideline in this team, in this game. Yeah, no, see, it was. I think it was Todd Bowles. He got oh, laid no. out. Oh no! Oh no! Not won. our coaches. Yeah, he oh. was one. Then a Jets coach tripped over another coach as he was backing <laughs> up trying to avoid player. I don't know. The coach was on the ground doing something. I don't know what he was doing. It looked like he was uh, doing yoga or something. But with both of them, you know, they're not playing bad. Vita and Sue, they're just—they're not playing great. You know, that I want—I want to see. I mean, Sue has really just been, uh, and Vita kind of been too. You know, it's just not the dominance that I'm used to seeing or that I want to see.
1: Well, teams have the benefit of a lot of game film, particularly on Vita. They know they can't hold the ball that long. Right. Like, they got to get it out. and
0: Which is, yeah, what teams are doing.
1: And you definitely can't go anywhere up the middle with it, so they take it to the outside. I mean, it, mm-hmm. to me, it just makes perfect sense. I think Vita and Sue are doing exactly what they're there for, and teams have just learned... That's not an option right there.
0: Yes. Okay. But, you know, Vita's not doing the spectacular stuff either, like he used to do. You know, I mean, used to, he would get to the quarterback in two seconds, two and a half seconds. Just, you know, there's no getting away from the guy. And he did that in this game, one time, 67, their center. I mean, he just, he just put a great move on this guy and immediately went straight for the quarterback. You know, he was lined up in front of the center in the, zero spot and he did the move as soon as the ball was saying he was past the center basically by the time the ball got to the quarterback the quarterback was still dropping back and Vita was running at him you know from like four or five feet away it had to be a terrifying experience (laughs) but the center turned around and tackled Vita you know, kind of fell on him Uh and he actually grabbed him around the waist, but then fell and got his feet caught up and Vita ended up falling. I was so pissed. I was like, man, that should have been a penalty right there. Mm But, uh, you know, you are just not seeing a lot of that from Vita. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm hoping that you're right, that they're really, You know, we've got all these veterans and these guys, and I've seen it during games, where they conserve their energy until about the middle of the third quarter, and then they start really attacking, Mm -hmm. amping up. And I'm hoping that's what they're going to do in the playoffs.
1: And you got to figure this time last year, yeah, we went on a really good run, but we needed it. We needed to. Yeah. To make the playoffs.
0: We didn't need that this year.
1: And at this point, we clinched it two weeks ago.
0: Mm -hmm. We don't need to
1: do all that. So Good point. And this year, apparently, if we win one more game, it'll be the best record the Buccaneers have ever had. Really? Uh, the most wins in a season. 13? we beat the Panthers.
0: That's the most we've ever had is 13?
1: 12 is the most we've ever had.
0: Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, not going to really... <clears throat> excuse me. Not a whole lot to talk about in the game, but I mean, there was... This is a good good game film. Go check out the Tiffy video if you want to see some of it. You know, and uh, <laughs> the season is almost over, and I never did get the routine down for the Tiffy video. So
1: next season,
0: next season, <laughs> it's all going to be different next season. I'm gonna I going to redo it. I
1: know, and you're going to have to wait for NFL to get their shit together, yeah. in time to even get you a game film.
0: Well, I'm not even using the NFL. I haven't used it this year. It's oh, been such haven't? garbage. Now I've gone through oh, another. Gosh. Underground service. Wow. <clears throat> Had two. They're all 22 on the game passes. Absolute shite. Horrible. Hmm. All right. So anyhow, let's move on. We've been talking way too long. Let's talk about the uh, Carolina game real quick. All mm-hmm. I've got to say is we're going to beat them. There's no, <laughs> really no question about that. If you got any money in the... You want to try and make a few bucks? The, the the spread's probably going to be us the minus thirteen and a half.
1: Um, yeah, I would take it. They're playing at uh for draft picks. Yeah, yes,
0: yeah, so they're 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 an absolute garbage team, and yeah. they don't they're not even trying. So you add the two. And you get a 32 6 result like we got last time. So,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll see how bad it is this time. Yeah, uh, and,
0: and we're playing at home this time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're
1: getting Bradley Pinion back from the COVID list. And then Aaron Stinney, who was on IR, has been designated to return to practice. So, that's nice. Get a little bit of depth there. Stefan Gilmore and she, a shy, shy Smith, uh, for Carolina have been put, placed on the virus list. So they are out. That was yesterday. So I don't think that they have time to come back. So their stud defensive back is not going to be in. Uh, who, who is it? Stephen Gilmore? Stephon Gilmore. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I told you I saw him. When we played him, he was just running, covering Gronk, and just kind of, like, laid down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even pull up or, you know, fall down holding his leg or anything. He just, like, stopped and just, like, laid down. And he was, like, laying there in, a, like, a GQ position watching Gronk run down the field wide oh, open. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah,
0: that was the play where Gronk what got that huge a play.
1: Come back! How would you like <laughs> yeah. to have that asshole on your that, team?
0: Th- that's the way their whole team was playing. Nobody cares over there. It's not – you know, nobody's – half that team's going to be gone
1: mm-hmm. next year. I'd be surprised if the coaching staff is back. I don't know. Yeah,
0: they'll get another I mean, it's 50, 50. He, yeah.
1: yeah, he might get another year. Uh, we placed kicker Jose Borgales on the COVID-19 list, which I don't – like, we still got Ryan Suckup, right? Mm-hmm. Jose, I, he might be on our practice one, And – Just a little bit of news, then I'll cover the injury report, and then we'll do some score predictions. Um, Chris Godwin had successful ACL and MCL surgery. They said there was no meniscus damage. So that's apparently a good thing. I don't know anything about knees, so take their word for it. And Byron Lefwich is interviewing for uh, he interviewed for the Jags head coaching job as early as Friday. So, today. He uh did. left Twitch did? Yeah.
0: I thought he said that was so disrespectful. So much for
1: all that talk.
0: <laughs>
1: maybe he figured like maybe Jacksonville won't have as much drama as we do in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, injury report for Carolina. We've got five players out. Uh, Shaq Barrett on the COVID list. Rojo, he's out with his ankle injury. JPP is out. Uh, cornerback Rashard Robinson uh, is out, which I think we just brought him up from the practice squad a couple weeks ago. And then Justin Watson, who we did just activate from the pup list, he is out with a quad injury. Richard Sherman with that Achilles is doubtful. Ryan Jensen has a shoulder injury. He did not participate Wednesday, which was a walkthrough. Uh it was limited Thursday and Friday. Oh Thursday was a walkthrough too. Wow. We are just not even worried about this game mm-hmm. at all. Oof. Woof. Jalen Darden. Has been sick. He was a limited Wednesday. Full participant Thursday and Friday. Mike Edwards has an elbow injury. He was a full participant. Mike Evans has a hamstring injury. He was limited Wednesday. Full participant Thursday and Friday. SMB, he's been sick as well. He was a full participant all week. Bradley Pinion with that hip injury. He's been a full participant. Grant Stewart, your boy. Had an elbow injury. He was a full participant all week. Sue got a Veterans Day today on Friday, which nobody else took one this week. Interesting. And then Keyshawn Vaughn has a rib injury. He's been a full participant all week. I guess we're probably going to have to go with him. Keyshawn Vaughn and um,
0: Giovanni Bernard's back, right?
1: I mean, he's practicing, but is he like back back? I think so. Okay. That's cool.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Le'Veon Bell.
1: Yeah, getting him some snaps. He, he
0: got some snaps last week. He looked pretty decent.
1: He I mean,
0: Yeah.
1: I like it. On Carolina, safety Sean Chandler has a groin injury. He didn't participate all week and is doubtful. Wide receiver Robbie Anderson, one of their studs, one of their starters, quad injury, did not participate all week, and is questionable Defensive tackle Derek Brown has an elbow injury that he s- sustained in practice. He was limited Thursday and Friday and is questionable. And then cornerback CJ Henderson has a knee injury and was limited all week, but no injury designation.
0: Hmm. Yeah, uh, according to sports books, it's Carolina plus eight.
1: What? I would
0: take that all day. I know.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Hmm. 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 I would would eat my shorts if we don't win by eight. I know. That would totally shock me. And I'll be very scared going into the playoffs if we don't at least double digit stomp these dudes. I know. But you know, how hard are we going to be trying? You know, we're we're fighting for second seed. We want that second seed, but it doesn't depend on us, really. I mean, we got to win our game, but we got to hope that the Rams lose.
1: And they play Sunday?
0: Yeah, 49ers.
1: Okay. Yeah. So. They,
0: did they move our game to 425? Wasn't it originally one o'clock?
1: I thought it was.
0: Yeah, pretty sure it's 425 now.
1: Okay, let me look. I have the schedule from early in the season. Yeah, it's one o'clock on January 9th, according to my records.
0: Okay. Now I'm going to go and look and see what the NFL.com says. Okay. Because I could have swore I saw that it was at four twenty-five. Yep, four twenty-five. What? Yep, they they changed our time, man. That way, so so we're playing the that way. The Rams. Uh, if we played at one o'clock and lost, then the Rams wouldn't have anything to play for.
1: Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about playoff picture quickly. Packers, they got the first seed, thirteen and three. They're done. They have no reason No
0: incentive to do anything. Yeah. To even show up.
1: I know. And they play Detroit, so
0: Oh, I'm in the in a, the fantasy football championship in our league, by the way. And it's me and my nemesis playing each other. I don't think we've ever played in the championship before, have we?
1: I don't know, but I can't what? remember. If you he win, you gotta get year, like though. his face on your ring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but I picked up a green Bay's third string running back, um, something Michael Taylor or some crap I never Patrick Taylor, I think never even heard of the guy before. I was like, well, they ain't going to be running their top two running backs at mm-hmm. all. They probably won't even dress. Stead, I know, so they're going to have this rookie guy out there probably running the whole game. I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to take a chance with that. Let's Let's see. see, put him happens. in my flex, see yeah. what happens i hey, got to do something because the guy I'm playing has got Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor. Um,
1: Matt Stafford. Matt,
0: Matthew Stafford, Mike Williams. I mean, he's just he's just a stacked team. I've got Mike Evans. It's like the only one I think is going to get me more than 15 points. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Anyhow. So, so, yeah, the game is at 425.
1: That's crazy. Our game I can't is. believe they did that to
0: us. And they didn't even say anything. Just did it. Didn't, didn't send us an email, text. What
1: did that happen? <laughs> okay. So it's like every
0: Wait. game this week means something. The only one that doesn't is the Green Bay game, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, all right.
0: I don't, I don't know how the NFL did this, but it, it's really probably the, the most important week 18 game, last week game, games schedule ever. Every single game. Has the implications?
1: It really gives a lot of ammo to those people that think it's all scripted, doesn't it?
0: Yes, sure does.
1: Like, I yeah. can see. So I get sucked into those conspiracy theories. Mm hmm. Okay. The Chicago
0: Vikings game, it doesn't mean anything. Could I keep interrupting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Playoffs. NFC. Packers Lions game. Shut up. <laughs> Uh okay so Rams play San Francisco San Francisco is the only team in the NFC that has not is still fighting for a playoff spot they have not clinched it the other two wild card people teams uh well uh for right now is Arizona and Philadelphia. So they have both clinched a playoff berth. Philadelphia can't get the division, but Arizona can still get the division. Hmm. Like if the Rams lose and Arizona wins, they could get the division. But San Francisco has not clinched a playoff spot. They have to beat the Rams. And if they do not beat the Rams, then and the Saints beat Atlanta, the New Orleans in the playoffs.
0: Right. <clears throat> and so. we might be playing them in the playoffs again. Wouldn't that be so funny? I think I talked about this good, if we did the same thing we did last year. We played the Saints, them, go to Green Bay, beat mm-hmm. and then meet the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Can't play the Redskins, though.
1: <laughs> well, they're not even making that. They're out. I know. So. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey. In your face. I think people said last week that it's all but certain that we would play the Eagles. But right now it has us playing the 49ers. I don't know. I guess. I'd probably rather play the Eagles. Me too. Yeah, but I think I think that's who we're gonna end up playing. And the so that's the only team spot up for grabs in the NFC, but the AFC, there's still two teams. The Colts and the Chargers are for right now in the two wild card spots, but that could change. The Ve- Vegas and Pittsburgh are both not technically eliminated. Pittsburgh is down a game from the other three, so they would need to get a win this week and everyone else to lose, I think, to have a chance. Hmm. But the so it's the Colts, Chargers, and Vegas. Vegas is fighting to get in. And they play the Chargers.
0: Yeah. Whichever, whoever wins that game and makes it. Gets that play. That's, that's probably going to be the biggest game of the weekend.
1: hmm And.
0: I think that's the only game where it's the two teams playing each other.
1: hmm Make it. But then I think if the Colts lose to the Jaguars, then, and. <laughs> Then both that, but both the Chargers and Vegas will get in
0: so if they tie. Yeah, they have to tie. Oh,
1: they have to tie. Yeah,
0: because if one of them, if one wins, they'll get in, but and then Indianapolis will get in. So it's it's oh, yeah, it's I a mess. See. It's football though. This is
1: I know this is the best part. So of many variables. Is yeah. this. and then the AFC East. Buffalo and New England are still fighting it out. That division has not been decided yet. And mm-hmm. the, they both play division opponents. So mm-hmm. uh, whoever wins, if one wins, the other loses. That one clinches the division.
0: Mm-hmm. And so. also the number one seed in the AFC hasn't been decided yet. Uh, Tennessee, if they win, they're it.
1: Mm-hmm. But if they lose,
0: then it's up for grabs. Kansas City is mm-hmm. right behind them. Uh who else? The, Col- no, the
1: no, uh Kansas City and Tennessee are both Cincinnati. eleven and five. Ten- Cincinnati is ten and six. Right. So, so the they would have win to win, and, and the other two lose. Right. So they need a lot of help. They would need Kansas City and, and Tennessee to lose, and then who's to and the say the Patriots and the Bills too? Wh- I so know. there's like five exactly. people vying
0: for that number one spot. Yes. Awesome. Glad we don't have all that drama in the NFC, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's just same for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have enough drama (laughs) for the whole NFC
0: the whole NFL
1: yeah how did that happen
0: how did come that on happen? y'all you know screw that dude man
1: everyone's talking about us it's kind of interesting though because you do get a lot of scoop like oh, there's yeah. been a lot of information that's kind of, in fact Pat McAfee was saying like on Monday that AB was mad about who was getting targeted that that was mm-hmm. the issue and then it came out that it was, he's mad about Gronk getting targeted so yeah there's been a lot of little nuggets coming out
0: a lot of good stuff, man. If you love the drama, this is this is your time. <laughs> time to shine.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, all right. We about ready to wrap this up. We're at a, uh, almost an hour and a half. Okay. let yeah. see about our coughing, daughter. You know, she hasn't been coughing at all until we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been, she's been gone days she hasn't been coughing.
1: I know. I don't know if y'all have seen me cutting my eyes. Like, yeah. Giving the mom look.
0: <laughs> I think we've trained her to... Cough when we get to do the podcast. <sighs>
1: uh,
0: Kids. And, and and she's at the point where she's she won't go in her room by herself because she's scared. I can't say that out loud. She'll get mad at me. So when we go to do a podcast, she's got to sit in the room next to
1: mm-hmm. us. We're like right in front of me dancing. <laughs> That's always fun to.
0: Uh, all right. Let's get off of here. All right, guys. Got a big game coming up Sunday. Not really, but... Uh, we get we need to win mm-hmm. and hopefully the 49ers will beat the rams. Yes. That's what we want. 49ers beat the rams and we get the second seed if we win. So we got to win. Rams got to lose.
1: And we probably need Arizona to win, right? Don't really Or does that matter? Eh. I don't care
0: who's the number 1 down there. Cool. I uh, well we once the playoffs get settled, we'll probably wish that we had Rooted for somebody else somewhere along the line. I know. (laughs) But, hey, we're in. We're in. It's so weird. You know, a few years ago, come November, we're looking at draft picks. Now Mm -hmm. here it is, you know, December, the start of December, and we already know we're in the playoffs. How crazy is that?
1: Let's be clear here. We are never looking for draft picks. We are always talking about how we can still get in the playoffs, (laughs) even though we're 5-7 and and (laughs) it's not happening.
0: This is true. All right, let's wrap this up. Do Anything it. else? No. I had a bunch of stuff to talk about, but we just we just went way over time.
1: That's what crazy people see they yeah. consume your energy. Crazy guys.
0: people are infectious. That's why do you do not have them in your life.
1: Nope.
0: All right, you're done. Done. All right, guys. Positive thoughts. We got this Sunday. Then we got the playoffs coming up. Uh, here's to hoping that we are resting up
1: for the playoffs, <laughs> and that's when
0: we're really gonna bust through.
1: You know what? When I turn out to be right, I'm rubbing it in your face about I, how you you had no Lost
0: pain. face, yeah. Not that I haven't lost it yet. I'm just I mean, you're like doubting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe. I'm,
0: I'm glancing at it side li- side <laughs> eye. What are you doing
1: over there, Faith? <laughs> All right, guys, till next time. Go books.